welcome back. Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to Paper, Pencil, Dice. So this week, our heroes are beginning their plans uh, to go and figure out what they can do about preventing the Dracolits from being created. Uh, but first, before they do, Lucas had burst into the uh, Darkshade Brewery with some news. Uh, he, As he enters, he walks immediately up to Athir and opens a backpack and just kind of like sets it down fairly not very gently in front of a theater and it goes uh, with a loud clunk and he goes I got you I think what you were looking for and he opens it up and and there's uh, flails and clubs and maces and uh, um, there's actually even one collapsible quarterstaff in there ooh sweet collapsible very nice it collapses down to about the size of a rod. Uh, I think uh, we'll find good use for many of these. Um, for whoever decides to come with us, they'll need to be armed accordingly. Who have you recruited so far? So far it's just us, but I think this endangers us all. Well, um, if you if you need the assistance, I can always come. And at that point, like Wayne comes and goes, no, you won't. And Lucas says, if we don't stop him, then there's there's no sense in me having stayed here. Which point Wayne kind of like hems and haws and eventually says, fine. What about V? What, did V say she wanted to come? Uh, n- n- no. She didn't. I, okay. I didn't actually ask her, but uh, she's not really one to do that, this kind of stuff, I don't think. Uh, and I don't know how much she would be, uh, I mean, she might be useful, we might be able to ask her, but I, I don't, I don't believe that she would, uh, be She's interested. more of a background person. I was thinking of more like yeah. crowd control, maybe trip up some zombies and some skeletons and type thing. What, go we for could, their ankles? We, we could Pretty ask, much. yeah. Anything to slow them down, we just need a distraction long enough for us to... Yeah, but if gem. people aren't going to be good in a fight, then we don't really want to have them possibly yeah. get injured. Do you know of anybody that is good at sneaking around? We could might use a scout to uh, help us locate this ruby. True. One that wouldn't be necessarily in the fight, but at least help us. Or provide a distraction. We might also be able to use that. Lucas, do you know of anybody? I, I I mean, I do know of a few, but none, unfortunately, here in Clear Meadow. Uh, how soon are you wishing to make the to begin this assault? Because it would take me some time to to assemble people. I, I likely could from some of my contacts from my adventuring days, but I I don't know if I can do it in a timely manner. I think we'd have to leave today. So yeah. if it's uh, longer than that, I don't think uh, we can wait. Uh, unfortunately, I don't. I don't know if there's many that I could call on in with within less than a day. Then we'll go with what we have. Mm-hmm. Lucas, your uh, your uh, aid is appreciated greatly. 
I am I am more than happy to lend my aid. I've I've had a great many years of adventuring, and uh, it 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 feels good to to get back into that again. And he goes, uh, give me a few moments. I'm gonna go get my old gear, and uh, and then we can we can take off. What about the farmers in the area? Is there any farmers that can wield a either a mace or a pickaxe or or one of these uh, things that um, Lucas has made or acquired? Uh, as as Lucas leaves, Wayne kind of you know answers your questions. Wayne says, "There's there's a great deal of farmers around here, and you know they're all fairly strong and and well built. How good they are at fighting, uh, I." I wouldn't hazard to say because there's not a lot of cause for fighting around here but if they can provide um, a distraction that will help us greatly also I, I mean yeah let's uh i'll i'll see if i can figure figure anything out and um yeah uh, i'll close up shop for the day and i will uh, go see if i can talk to uh anyone else or you know i could probably go talk to uh Geraldine and see if uh, any of her uh, farmhands are able to lend a hand in the fight and uh, if they know anyone else as well. So uh, just if anyone stops in, just let them know that uh, we'll be open back up tomorrow. What about, uh, why don't you take the weapons with you so as soon as they can see the quality of the weapons that usually help them with the, the wanting to fight, right? Let's gather everybody together and get a plan in place before we uh, start to uh distributing resources here. Wayne, let's make it clear to these farmers that if we're going to have them along, they are not intending to fight. If they have never fought in their fo- before, we do not want to use them as fodder. So, a distraction only to uh, if we're going to use them at all. I will make that clear. Thank you. And Wayne takes off. And... Uh, Eventually, Wayne comes back, and um, I guess first before Wayne comes back, Lucas comes out, and he has a, um, a full suit of chainmail armor, and he's got a helmet uh, with kind of two horns that kind of curve around the front. Uh, he's got a large battle axe, and he's got a bunch of different, you know, just random, you know, equipment, you know, things like that, like throwing axes and thing, things along those lines. He definitely looks like he's a seasoned fighter. Well, I'm, I'm glad we have another mage in the group. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas just kind of gives you just sort of the, you know, the, the one eyebrow raised look. So, uh, Lucas, have you ever crushed anything with the axe? Or do you use one of the weapons you found last night? I'm wondering if you could crush a a gem with one of those weapons. Uh, I, I'm certain I could probably crack a gem pretty easily with that. Okay. Um, while the, the group is gathering, I'm going to go ahead and look through the weapons that Lucas provides and find a good flail or mace that uh, is in in what looks to be good condition and a pretty good quality. Yeah, you, you find a number of them. Um... Uh, the, a lot of them, I mean, you find good quality ones. They all look like they've been um, used before. Used is fine. That just means seasoned. I just need to make sure that they're not going to break when I smash some skeleton skull in. Yeah, they, none of them look like they would break. Uh, oh, then, also, side note, none of them are magical either. 
that is that is just fine because I believe with uh, Tegan's uh, magic weapon ability, it requires a mundane weapon. It does. It does. Well, it doesn't require a man- mundane weapon. I can take a magical weapon and add the striking ability to it. Just yeah, it, the plus one. It, it just it just overrides. Mm-hmm. The only problem is, is that as a uh, archer. Um, I don't really do uh, smashing. I'm not so great against the uh, skeletons. You'll still do damage regardless. It yeah. just they reduce some of it if it's not bludgeoning. Do they have bludgeoning uh, arrows? There is no mechanical uh, bludgeoning arrow. There's... I'm sorry. I'm just gonna tie a uh, a glove to it, like a punching one. <laughs> the green, the green uh, arrow. Uh, yeah, bludgeoning arrows. Oh yeah, um, I'll find uh, one of the flails, and I'll attach it to my belt, and I will store my sword in my pack, um, okay. so that uh, my hands are free. All right, about four hours passes, and eventually Wayne comes back, and in tow is about seven uh, farm hands, and he goes. Of them, only one has had any actual adventuring experience. Uh, Thomas, would you like to introduce yourself? And he just kind of stands there, and he's really shy. He just kind of waves, like, hi. Hello, Thomas. Sounds like you've done a little bit of adventuring before. I have. I've. Uh, we had, not at this farm, but at the last farm I worked uh, up in the north, uh, we had uh, frequent kobold incursions, and... Uh, I was there to uh, to deal with them. Well, so. to, to give you kind of an idea of what we have planned here, um, has uh, Wayne filled you in on uh, what we're up against? Wayne said uh, zombies? We got zombies with a possible greater threat. Um, and uh, our, our goal is to take care of the greater threat um, ourselves. But... Uh, possibly have you guys draw the attention away from um, us uh, so that uh, we can get in and do what we need to do. Um, We really, uh, I hope he mentioned that uh, we don't really want you to do any fighting if it can be avoided. So just a distraction and nothing more. Uh, Thomas kind of like nod, you know, nods very curtly and and uh, you know agrees to that. A couple of the farmhands also agree, no problem. And and a couple of them they're a bit more boisterous than the rest. Are like, oh, we can take them. You know, there's 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 nothing that you know, good, good uh, squeeze won't won't uh, take care of most of them. Will they gonna bear hug them? Yeah, you bear hug a zombie, you become one, right? Isn't that the way that works? Well, it depends on the lore. The yeah, the zombies in in uh, Pathfinder don't necessarily have like the, they're not like the Day of the Dead zombies where they bite you and you become a zombie. Okay. So yeah, just just engage them and then retreat a little bit. Keep engaging them and retreat a little bit. Draw them as far as far away as you can away from the ruins themselves. Okay. All right. So, anyone have any other things that they want to prepare before you guys take off to go back to the dwarven ruins? Well, I'll use my 
ancestry longevity or whatever it's called to um, prepare occultism for the day. Okay, sounds good. And I'd give the troops some basic formations and stuff like that from the military lore. Sounds good. They, uh, some of them listen, some of them seem like they don't care. They just want to wrestle a zombie. <laughs> Rassle, huh? nice, nice Rassle. Good this old This is going to end well. Uh, I've uh, prepared some of my alchemical items. Um... Oh, and listeners, we did uh, look up uh, from the last episode. We were incorrect. Mutagens can be used by other other characters besides the just the alchemists themselves. What do your mutagens do? Uh, so I have a couple different ones. Um, I have created a Juggernaut Mutagen, uh, which uh, you gain a bonus to Fortitude saves, and you gain a temporary hit points, essentially, uh, for a full minute. Uh, I'm sorry. You gain that. Um, it lasts for... What does this say? Uh, yeah, only one minute, yeah. Um, so you gain a plus one to your fortitude saves and uh, five temporary hit points, but you also take a minus two penalty to will saves, perception checks, and initiative rolls. Um, and then I also created the cognitive mutagen, which is, uh, it gives a plus one to arcane, crafting, lore, cultism, and society checks and all checks to recall knowledge um, and critical failures on recall knowledge checks become just failures instead and then but the drawback is I gain a minus two penalty to weapon and unarmed attack rolls athletics checks and acrobatics checks and I can carry two less bulk than normal um, so those are the two that I've created this time uh, and then I also created Alchemist Fire, which is a uh, essentially a bomb that I can throw that does 1d8 damage, and then one persistent fire damage and one fire splash damage. Can we make my arrows flaming? You'd have to have an enchantment to do that. Yeah. Boo. Can't just wrap them in pitch and like light them on fire. So the thing is, so okay, so here's here's the thing. If you if you wrap an arrow in pitch and light it on fire, the arrow will be effective at uh, lighting flammable things that it hits, mm-hmm. uh, but it won't confer fire damage to the attack typically, because hmm. uh, it's not it's not it doesn't have the the magical fire to it. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in that sense, Fine. at best, uh, you might be able to add one fire damage by light by lighting it on fire. Hater. You don't like any of my plans. So I think from a battle perspective, um, we should get up close to the ruins, then create a little forward operating base. Let's do all of our bless spells and magic weapon spells, pull out our different bombs and stuff, send the, the distractions kind of into the left, let them make some noise. We'll, we'll go in towards the ruins or time it somehow. Maybe we're inside the ruins send a signal, they create the distraction, 
and then maybe Tabitha can scout for us, find where the stone is, and we go after the stone first inside the ruin. Ethere, what do you think? Sure, that works. So how do we tell the the farmers when to create the distraction? I'm going to leave the owl bear here. Wayne offers to, to keep an eye on him. Well, it one, he's loud. Two, it's a distraction and mm-hmm. not Wayne. the you know, useful kind necessarily. Wayne looks at you and says, what does he eat? Um, he mostly eats meat. Okay. Uh, and then I list off what I've been feeding, what I've had success with. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll run into town and get some. We have a little bit here, but um, I'll get some more so that way I can make sure he gets fed. Well, I'll, I'll leave him with the, uh, the, the stuff I already had. Oh, perfect. Now I don't have to run into town. I don't know if it's going to... depends on how long it takes us. It We may have to get some additional. Okay, well... Your, uh... Your owlbear cublet is in good hands. What's his name, by the way? Craigery. Craigery. I like that name. It's a fine name. <laughs> Alright, so you guys all take off uh, to head back to the... Dwarven Ruins, again, like your trip back here to Clear Meadow, it goes pretty well uneventfully, um, and you arrive at the Dwarven Ruins, and uh, prepare to begin your assault. So, I guess cue the farmers when, do you want to give them the Alchemo flasks? Or maybe when we throw the flask, when you throw that flask, does it make a big boom? I'm only throwing that for damage. We're not throwing that I mean, start. I could use okay. it for something else, but I don't see a reason to use it at the beginning. Um, okay. The only reason that it would be used at the beginning would be to notify someone, but I would prefer to not. Okay, well, let's just time it then. Let's have the farmers create their distraction. And How long did it take us to get down into the chamber last time, Tabitha? Um, I don't remember exactly how long it took. Um, so navigating your way to the chamber, you don't know all the different paths and kind of crisscrossing you know tunnels that are in there. But uh, getting down in there uh, from the from where you guys had left initially took about probably ten minutes okay. to navigate down. So give us about ten minutes and about twelve minutes and, get, and start the distraction, and we'll ha- wait. And as people start leaving the chamber, we'll we'll try to find the gem and. Smash it with one of our smashers. <laughs> with Hopefully. a hammer. <laughs> All right. So the five of you and Lucas go down into the the tunnels, and you are going. We are going to jump into a skill challenge. So before, as we're walking down there, uh, I come up to Aether, and I hand him my Juggernaut mutagen, and I. S- tell him what it is and what it will do for him and say if you don't want to use it that's fine but you know uh, it might help for a little bit (laughs) alright that sounds good alright so everybody go ahead and give me a perception check for your uh, initiative I have a 22 alright 
Tabitha gets a 22. And Jathal, what'd you get? Dang, 25. 25, why? nice. Why? Why? I don't want to Show go first. Off. And Athir? Athir, what'd you get? 12. I'm not very perceptive today. 12. You were looking at the wall. All right, and Tormir? Uh, I rolled an 18. 18. All right, and Tegan? A rockin' 11. A rockin' 11. All righty. He's rockin'. Well, at least he's uh, okay with his uh, low rolling. Okay, so as a reminder uh, for the skill challenge rules... If you get a critical success, uh, you get to have a free reroll that carries forward. There's only a maximum of one of those. A critical failure cannot be rerolled, as well as it eliminates any existing free rerolls that are carried forward. And also, it, you cannot use the skill that was used immediately before you, nor can you use the same skill that you used in the previous round. Uh, perception is a viable skill for this, by the way. Um, and uh, first of all, we will start off with Jathal. So you guys are heading down, get to get to where this is. You start seeing a few zombies here and there. Um, they don't seem to take much regard to you, uh, with the exception of one that kind of seems to seem to have a maybe not true intelligence, but seems to have some sort of awareness and is watching you and. Uh, just seems to be following to see what you're doing and possibly might react to what you're doing. You're not really sure yet. So how many wins and how many losses? Uh, you need eight successes before you get three failures. Uh, okay. Yeah, so I'm going to, I guess, uh, I'm going to see that guy. And uh, I think what I want to do is actually um, cast a spell on him. Uh, and that okay. spell would be Touch of Idiocy. Okay. So then, uh, I, go ahead and give me an Arcana check for this. Uh, 15. Jeez. A 15 is not a success. I rolled a 2. What the heck? So, um, you do have the option of using a hero point. Yeah. Or you can uh, accept the failure. Never give up. Never mm, surrender. I might as well use my hero point. You are going to use your hero sure. point? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Yeah, that's better. Uh, that's a 30. Instead. That is definitely better. <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh, 30 it, a 30 is a success. So, you guys are at one success and zero failures. So, um, you, yeah, you use a touch of idiocy on it, and it seems to, like, its eyes kind of cloud a little bit, and it seems to go back to whatever it was doing, and just, you know, is, is now watching the zombies. It seems to be some sort of a supervisor role that this particular one has, and he immediately just doesn't regard you as anything different than the rest of the zombies after you do that. Excellent. Sweet. All right. Up next is Tabitha. So, um, I am sneaking forward a little bit, so I'm going to use my 
uh, stealth with my bat wings. Okay. The combination. Um, so I'm going to have uh, Francis stay back. Because he's not super stealthy. He's good in a fight, but he is not super uh, sneakification. I have a 27. That's pretty good. All right. So, yeah, you you sneak forward, uh, you and Francis, actually, for that matter, um, sneak oh, okay. forward through, and you're able to scout where, where the chamber itself is. So you kind of get back to where the original chamber was that you mm -hmm. had originally found all the, the different gemstones in. You actually find out as you stealth, as you sneak in further forward, and you're kind of scouting ahead at this point, uh, mm -hmm. there's actually three separate chambers, each with uh, separate arrays of uh, gemstones, and then there is a much uh, larger central chamber, and you finally also find the uh, bones laid out of a dragon, and this dragon is enormous. Oh, no. um, and they're in the center of where all those are laid right in kind of where you would assume the, the, the heart would be if it was alive mm -hmm. is a large uh, ruby, roughly uh, one half of a Tegan in size. That's huge. Mm -hmm. Monstrously huge. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, yeah, you are able to sneak both down there as well as back to get to the rest of the group. And I can't uh, get this stone at that point? Uh, is... So in that chamber with that, there are tons of zombies, and you're pretty sure, you're okay. pretty sure that you were not. And these ones are ones that are uh, standing around with, spe with like spears and shields. Um, they are in sort of a guarding position. They seem aware. Uh, you're pretty sure that... Yeah, you're pretty sure you wouldn't be able to to stealth past them. Tony, how many were there? Uh, how many How many zombies were there? Yeah. Uh, pr I don't think you said. Probably rough, uh, somewhere between 20 and 40. 20 and 40. Okay. Thank you. Uh, up next is Tormir. So how would using the spell guidance work in this situation? Uh, can you describe to me what guidance does? It gives you like a bonus to attacks, or it gives me a plus one on any skill check, savings throw, or attack roll. How many actions is guidance to cast? One action. Um, I'll allow you to cast it um, as part of using an action. So you essentially you give yourself plus one on on the roll. Um, well, I'm I, I was just determining if I'd use it yet or not. Because um, if I use it on myself or someone else, they become immune for an hour. So uh, I would like, however, to start off by engaging some of the zombies uh, further down in some fisticuffs uh, okay. in order to hold them off and tie them up while other people make their way through. Okay. So that seems like an athletics check to me. That would be correct. Ooh, I rolled a 28. You guys are doing really good, other than that first roll that Shh, all had. No, don't say that. Don't say that. No, no, no. We're doing bad. We're doing awful. Just terrible. We're doing okay. No, no, we're doing terrible. Awful. No, no let's, let's ignore that fact. Don't don't give us the uh, announcer's curse. Oh, okay. Terrible. Terrible rolls. Mediocre. We could be doing better. So, yeah, you're... You 
are able to, uh, you know, you get a couple zombies, and the, the first couple you get are kind of those worker zombies that seem to just, you know, eventually you punch them and they, until they fall apart. Uh, but eventually you get the attention of some ones that are more kind of paying attention or guarding type thing, and they end up calling for reinforcements, and you're able to pull peel a whole bunch of them away from the rest, and eventually uh, take most of them down. Uh, so, because you're pretty, you're able to use your terrain and everything else to your advantage. I'm fighting in a cave. No, that's it. That, that's your nat. That's your natural territory. Yep. Uh, up next is a theer. So uh, the the bunch of the zombies around the central area have been peeled away. Uh, you do, um, if if anyone is down there, and and you you're, you can be down there if you want a theer. Uh, you do notice that. The uh, the werewolf with uh, all the bloody spikes sticking out of him kind of comes into that main central chamber to see what's going on. All right, um, let's see here. Um, I think I will approach the the werewolf and says, "I I, I qu quick I believe there's some intruders coming into uh." the area and uh causing some havoc i think they've gone upstairs now trying to convince him that uh um that uh i'm one of him so i'm sorry who are you trying to convince the werewolf guy okay uh so go ahead and give me a deception roll <laughs> they came in intrude the window it's a 15. It's a loss, but hey. All right. Do you intend on using your um, hero point? Nope. All right. He listens to you and goes, Wait a second. I remember you. I smile. Um, so, you may choose one of the following, Athir. This is a special rule for this particular skill challenge. You may choose Lucas, Farmers, or the party. Your choice. The party. Okay. <laughs> so, so at this point... This is not going to end well. Um, the, the, the werewolf immediately recognizes you, and as he also sees, um, at that point, Jethal around the corner... He eventually goes and and uh, issues a command, uh, holds up this, this blue orb in his hand and issues a command, at which point several of the zombies in the room's eyes turn blue and start charging. And uh, Lucas is about to get hit, and uh, Athir kind of takes, you know, dives in the way of the hit and takes the hit. And, uh, you know, several of you are now engaged in active combat with a legion of zombie, zombie pikemen, essentially. Oh, nose. Up next is Tegan, who walks into the room at this point in time. Uh, by the way, everyone in the party, go ahead and mark 10 hit points off of your 10 hit points of damage that you that you will start the whatever the next uh, um, encounter that happens. You'll start 10 hit points down. All right. Well, that was interesting. Okay. Um, You're welcome. So I am going to kind of walk on, like try to bounce on the heads and try to flip over the walls. I'm going to try to get to the gem and see if I can kind of sneak it out from 
under those guys, but I'd have to tumble and do all this crazy stuff. Walk through a bunch of tall people's legs. Sounds like you're doing this rather acrobatically. I hope so. Because <laughs> I am very stealthily at this point. All right. Well, let's see. So, I can't tell what I got. Uh, nothing. Didn't didn't come up. Yeah, you, came up. you rolled an 18. Yeah, it looks like you rolled Sweet. an 18. Yay. Uh, that is not a success. What? Uh, okay, I'll use my hero point and try again. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> I rolled in Tegan fashion a natural one. Well done. So with uh, your plus nine and the minus ten, you got overall a zero, which is also not a success, by the way. Thanks, I appreciate you're, that. You're welcome. Um, so yeah, you you kind of go uh, acrobatically, Nailing you jump it. over the heads, and you you kind of you know tumble and and very uh, specifically, you know, you make it all the way over their heads, and you get the gem. At which point, you the one thing that you weren't watching, though, was your back at, during this whole time. And the uh, the werewolf uh, behind you holds up the blue... Or, like, the werewolf is just suddenly behind you. you. He was across the room prior to you doing all this acrobatic stuff, and he's suddenly behind you, and he holds up the blue orb, and he goes, This was done once before to your friend. It's going to be fun again. And he holds up the blue orb, and, blue, and Tegan's eyes turn blue. Oh no! It's a very very similar color to the rest of the uh, zombies. Okay. While Tegan's holding up, Tegan! Tegan's holding out of the gemstone at this point too. Uh oh. Okay. Up next is Jathal. Yep, sure is. Oh, by the way, Tegan, uh, before Jathal goes, you may choose Lucas or Farmers. Ah. Uh... Farmers. Okay. <laughs> All right. Lo lovely. Uh, Jathal. I don't know. The farmers should be coming <laughs> in by about now. That's, that's all they can think they, of. They should be. They really should be. They're not, but they should be. Um, yeah. We're going to have some yokel blood on our hands. Oh, I guess I could do... <sighs> yeah. Uh, I guess I'm just going to... Uh, so there's like a whole horde kind of a zombie still, huh? Yeah. It, I mean, it's not, not a horde. Just a lot. There's a lot of zombies. And Tegan is right next to the werewolf guy? Yeah, the werewolf is right next to Tegan, but Tegan and the werewolf don't really seem to be threatening each other, and Tegan seems to kind of be pal palling up to the, the werewolf pretty well at sure, the moment. Sure, sure. Um, darn. Okay. Uh, I guess I want to throw my alchemist fire at a large group of zombies. Okay. Um, trying to think, what's is there a, like an alchemy skill? Uh, n no, there's just a crafting. So it would be something like uh, either probably athletics or acrobatics. Probably athletics for throwing an item. Probably. Do you have good athletics? Nope. nope. <laughs> I don't have good anything. 
I would let you so. do either athletics or arcana, but unfortunately you used arcana last time. What about performance? <laughs> you want to like nah. dance and then throw the uh, the uh, yeah, alchemy? you know. Kind of, <laughs> I do I do a little I do a little like you know the how you do the the shot put right? You kind of oh. spin around a bit and do a woo. You know what? Or you could just juggle them. <laughs> I, too. I just want to see you roll a natural one while juggling alchemist fire. Oh, God. <laughs> no, nah, you know what? I like the shot put story well enough. I'm going to allow that as a performance check. Awesome. We'll see if that goes well. Oh, it went pretty well. Uh, 25? 25 is a success. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, just all kind of holds out one arm and spins around a few times and lobs at this big uh, thing of alchemist fire and... It hits a couple of zombies who are now on fire and like are like don't really seem to they don't seem to have panic or anything like that. But uh, they're, they're somehow spreading the fire between zombies to make more zombies on fire. And it, it's honestly it's nice. not doing well for the zombies at the moment. Excellent. So up next is Tabitha. So as a reminder, stealth and performance are off the table at the moment. Hmm, I'm going to... So we have lots of zombies on fire. We have Tegan being a uh, an assistant to A thrall them. of some sort. A, th- a thrall. Hmm. Let's see. And how high is the walls around here? Uh, this particular chamber that you guys are in, the, the kind of central chamber, is they're uh-huh. fairly high. You'd probably estimate 50, 60 feet tall. Okay. Um, how far, how wide is the room? Uh, very wide. Well, because I was thinking maybe climbing up one of the walls and swooping down... And taking the uh, the stone. Yeah, that I'm I'm good with that. So it would be using the climb. It would be a climb check, uh, which would be what an acrobatics. Oh, uh, climb technically is athletics, but I would say it's more about the the swooping down and trying to you know kind of swiftly grab it out of his hands, which that yeah. would be an acrobatics check and. By okay. the way, your cloak of the bat gives you a plus two on acrobatics checks while flying. Right. And a very corner case of use for that bonus, but. Uh, so fifteen. Fifteen is, yeah, is not a success. Can I use my hero point? You absolutely can. Twenty-nine. Uh, so plus two would be thirty-one. Yay, math. 31, you are the first person to reach it. You have gotten a critical success. Woohoo! So then I get my hero point back? Nope, but there is a floating reroll for anyone else to use. And you are successful. I just, this would be just so amazing. You see me like climb up and like swoop down. So the, the whole time that all this stuff was going on and all the chaos of the zombies and everything like that. Tabitha, who had snuck in and scattered all this out, was cli- had been climbing the wall this whole time. And when she saw Tegan grab the gem, she was preparing, and she kind of leapt off and pulled out her bat wings and swooped down and just kind of quickly grabbed the gem and, and swooped back up to the wall again on the opposite side. 
before really either Tegan or the werewolf could react. At which point the werewolf points at her and you know gives a you know gives a command back into the orb and says, uh, "Get you know get the gem." And at which point the zombies uh, the, that are near the wall drop their their shields and spears and start trying to climb the wall. Um, up next is Tormir. Alright, um, I'm going to try and recall some information on werewolves to see uh, what the best strategy would be to take it down. Okay, so that would be a nature check? Yep. Alright. 25. 25 is nice. a success. So, uh, werewolves, you recall from your recollection, are typically don't have bloody spikes sticking out of them. Uh, so this one might be something beyond just a werewolf. But uh, based upon your recollection of werewolves, they are very vulnerable to silver. And they also um, uh, generally tend to go berserk during the full moon. Uh, this one having bloody spikes, though, you happen to remember a legend about a, a specific werewolf. You don't recall his name. Uh, but one that actually has made a, uh, a pact with a demon and actually has has powers of both werewolves and demons. That can't be good. Oh, bloody fantastic! Uh, but he was uh, he has hasn't been seen for quite some time. But he was known to have worked with a uh, a great uh, lich named Kundal. Okay. He's right, bloody here. All right. You don't have to hint at it. We know he's right there. I'm breaking the fourth wall. That's not great. All right. Um, That's okay. Fourth walls are allowed to be broken. Otherwise, why do they exist? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, you, you you successfully recall that that knowledge about him, and you're, you, you, know, you kind of start formulating some plans on how to uh, take advantage of that. Now, can I, as part of this as well, cast guidance on Aether? Sure. All right, I will cast Guidance as well. Okay. So, Athir, it is your turn. Again, the zombies are actively crawling up the wall towards Tabitha. The things are kind of coming in at you, and uh, Tormir seems to be a little bit more concerned about that uh, werewolf than he was just a few minutes prior. For the people at home, you want to tell us the score? Oh yes, uh, you guys are at eight or at six successes and two failures. So you need two more successes or one more failure to end it all. All right. Well, I I think uh, uh, this uh, werewolf might be uh, might be in charge of these guys or leading them or whatnot. So I think he should probably join them. So I'm going to try to charge the werewolf. And try to ram and push him into the bonfire of the zombies. Okay. That sounds like an athletics check. Uh, 18. 18 is not a success. Is that including your, your arm bench? 19. Reroll? Yeah, 19 because of the guidance, but still not a yeah. success. So, yeah, you can go ahead and use the free reroll. 23. 23. Nice. Uh, 24, actually, because of the guidance, but... There you go. Um, that is a success. So you charge into him and you knock him into the uh, 
the the flaming zombies and he himself catches on fire as well because his fur's a little bit flammable and he is not happy about it and his eyes turn bright red and he just glares directly at you and um, out of his hand starts growing a spike like a, a weapon of some sort. Um, Tegan, I would like to give you a choice. Great. I'm so excited because this, this is the first time that this has ever happened to me in a game where I'm holding the balance of a skills challenge and yeah, it's only happened like twice now. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> tradition at this point, but th- <laughs> right? this is your choice. You can either A... B, the you know, try to break out of the mind control and uh, get uh, try to do whatever heroic thing you want to do for your final action to either win it all or lose it all. Or option two, you can pass your turn since you're in, in, and claim you're incapacitated and pass that uh, responsibility along to Jafal. It is your choice. And yours alone. <laughs> you could sit on the throne of the pretender. <laughs> I don't know that his skill checks are any. Well, his rolling's better than mine, but I don't know that he has as many skills to play with as as I do. Do you, Do you still have a hero point? I do not know. Does hero? Does Jethal, no. Do you have a hero point still? No. Yeah. But we do have one floating. Nope, reroll. We just you used don't know. Nope, that was used. A theory used it just now. I was trying to get eighth year to use his hero point, not the floating one. <laughs> but I didn't say it fast enough. It's fine. <laughs> I have my Arcana skill back this round, so that's my uh, highest skill. But it's up to you. Yeah, the, my highest two are deception and, and diplomacy, and I don't know. I don't think they're going to be enough. So. I will claim incapacitated, and I will let someone besides me take the uh, the fall or the glory this time. Okay, so here's narratively what happens with Tegan. Tegan is climbing the wall along with the rest of the zombies up towards uh, Tabitha, uh, at which point Tabitha realizes very quickly that uh, it's you know it's kind of she's she's getting pinned down with zombies, and uh, Tabitha. Throws the uh, the the ruby at Jathal. Kind of a play keep away from the zombies. At which point the zombies back away and start chasing the uh, the ruby. Jathal, you currently have the ruby. Okay. What do you want to do? Run away. Uh, I want to cast invisibility and run away. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds more like a stealth check of of the getaway. Okay, Arcana. fine. I will. Let's 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 reword this then. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you can fill it, man. If you <sighs> fill it with something else. So, let's see. Uh, I I do want to since you've already handed it, handed the gem to me. Then at least point. Handed? Hell, I threw it at you. Yeah. Well, that's what I meant. Uh. I still want to cast invisibility, uh, and then mm. fill it up with arcane energy and blow it up, man. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I could just do that. That would make sense too. Uh, right. We, we can break it, or we can fill it up with something false and 
Yeah, can I just, I guess, just just cast, like, somehow do, like, a pure arcane energy just directly into this thing? Uh, Yeah, you can do an arcana check, uh, just putting raw arcane power directly into it. Uh, Fire magic missiles at it. (laughs) Pew, pew, pew. (laughs) Um, You can do that. uh, Or the other option is you still have Lucas, who could potentially smash it, and you can essentially... You can use Lucas to. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Actually, smash it. Uh, so I'm gonna. Yeah, so I'm gonna. I want to cast. Um, I want to use Mage Hand. Okay. And use it to hold it to the ground, basically, with my Mage Hand, and yell at Lucas to try and smash this thing. All right. So the concentration of the Mage Hand. Go ahead and give me an Arcana check of that. 27. Nice. So you are, you hold it in place and you're able to use your kind of telekinesis with the mage hand and hold it in place and he comes up with his giant axe and smashes it or just brings it down on it and there is this tremendous like uh, the whole room fills with light. It's incredibly bright and everyone is temporarily blinded for a little bit and you know the the loud sound that came from the the explosion kind of you know, everyone just kind of hears that high pitched you know whine of um, ooh I bet you know, that's the, terrible they, on the werewolf yeah probably the werewolf's likely more sensitive to it than everyone else and also Francis um, oh, poor Francis but uh, before as people's vision starts coming back and people's hearing starts coming back you hear this incredibly loud roar. I yelled, drink your potions! And we will come back next time. No! Thank you again, uh, listeners, for tuning into this episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Uh, We'll have to tune in next time to find out how things go against what they encounter next. But, uh, in the meantime, uh, if you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, uh, send us an email at paperpenciledicepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Otherwise, until next time, keep gaming, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice. Reach out to us at paperpenciledicepodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper, Pencil, Dice.